This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey everyone, I'm Megan Teets and this is Sorta Awesome. show that is all about uncovering the awesome in the everyday. Each week, my co-host and I give our favorite tips, share our best stories, and confide our true confessions as we invite you to join us in the pursuit of awesome. This is episode 49 of the show. We are brought to you this week by HealthyMoving.com. Healthy Moving is all about exercising less, moving more, and feeling better. Visit healthymoving.com slash sorta awesome or text sorta awesome to 33444 and we'll hear more from Healthy Moving's Jen Hoffman later in today's show. I am joined this week by my co-host Rebecca from simplyrebecca.com. And in our part of the world, we are right on the cusp of the seasons changing. We are just about to shake off that cold, dark winter and celebrate the arrival of spring. Now, in the past here at Sorta Awesome, we have kicked off the start of each new season by sharing a list of some of our favorite things about the season ahead. Now, even though I know spring is probably a few weeks off from where Rebecca is in snowy Pennsylvania, (laughs) I twisted her arm into helping me put together a top 10 list of sorts to help you get excited for spring. So we will get to all of that in just a bit. But first, let's start the show the way we always do with Awesome of the Week. And Rebecca, I cannot wait to hear what you have for us today. I cannot wait to tell you. I am so excited about this Awesome of the Week. More excited than I have been in months to share okay. something on the show. Can't wait. <gasps> so, ladies and the three gentlemen who might also be listening. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I present to you Sorted. It is a free extension for Gmail that will change the way that you use your email. And I, I, I'm almost speechless about how amazing this is. I've only been using it for a few days now, so I'm not very far in, but it really has completely changed the way that I look at my email. I am really excited about this. I am a longtime Gmail user, so I can't wait to hear all about it. Well, so first of all, it's kind of difficult to explain without seeing it. So I'm going to do my best. But if you're like, Rebecca, 
I am not following you at all. What you really just need to do is go to their website and there's a video there that you can watch and they show it to you, all, all the features, and it's just amazing. So the visual aspect of it is really pretty important, but I'll do my best. But the website is sorted.com, but it's sorted without the E. So it's S-O-R-T-D. Dot com. Gotcha. So what it does is it changes the layout of your email. So on one side of your screen, you have your regular inbox, and then it creates for you these additional columns that you can customize, and you can drag and drop from your email into these different columns to divide your emails into task-focused to-do lists. Ooh, this is exciting. I like yes. it. Yes, it is. So when I sat down to open mine up and to create it for the first time, the first thing that I did is I thought about what different kinds of emails do I receive? And so I have the business side of things with my online world, and then I have the personal side of things. So I started there. So I have like a business to-do list and I have a personal to-do list. So the email that I got from my daughter's school about Spirit Week and all the weird things that she's supposed to take to school this week, I drag and dropped that over to the personal to-do list. And and the emails that I get from my blog readers uh, that I need to respond to, I drag and dropped that over to my business to-do list. And so then when I open up my email and I look at it in sorted mode, which by the way, it's very easy to switch back and forth from regular Gmail to sorted. So if you're like, ah, I'm not getting this, I need a break, you know, you can easily go back to Gmail. But when I open it up in sorted mode, I can clearly see a list of tasks that I need to accomplish and no longer a mess of just random email. That is fantastic. That's exactly what I need in my life for sure. And it gets better. So you can customize all of your columns. I'm thinking about also having a like read this column to drag and drop all the newsletters or other things that I want to just read right. before I delete them. Yes. Um, but you can change where your emails are on the list. So you can move something to the very top of the list so that it has top priority. So you can prioritize your lists. You can also color code them if that's helpful to you. And the what might be the best part about it all is that you can change how it's displayed and sorted because it automatically shows the subject of each email. But you can click on that and type in anything that you want and make it more task focused. Right. So for me, I have a custom, like I have a contact form on my blog that anybody can go to my blog and send me an email through that. But in my email, the way that that shows up is all with the same like generic subject line. Yes. Like you received a message, but it doesn't say anything like concrete. So those emails, they get lost. I'm like, okay, I know I read one from this person about this cleaning checklist. I need to go back, but I have to look through all of them. I can click on that and change it and hit send cleaning checklist and change it so it says what I'm supposed to do. That is brilliant. That is <gasps> completely brilliant. I love it. It is so brilliant. So I'm in good. love. Yeah, I would be too. Well, I knew that you were excited about your Awesome of the Week this week because you had texted the co-host team and you're like, I'm so excited about this. <laughs> so yeah, now I see why. I totally am getting it. This is amazing. It's a game changer. It's changing the way that I look at my email. Open it up, open up my email, and I'm so much more task focused than just completely overwhelmed by the mess. And when I was sorting through my emails, Megan, I don't have that many, okay? I usually do pretty good. I usually have under 200. And right now when I started, I had about 50. So I'm like amazing compared to some. 
compared to you, maybe? Compared to me. (laughs) I have over 700 unread emails just in one of my email inboxes. When Kyle looks at my doc on my MacBook and sees that number, he's like, how do you how do you live with yourself? (laughs) <laughs> with 700 unread emails. I'm like, I don't know. I'm bad at this. <laughs> I'm bad at this. Yes, that's great. But the thing is, is even with my like 50 emails, I was like, wow, things are falling through the cracks. Like I didn't realize how many things I had to actually do, how many things I had yeah. to reply to and right. take action on. So. Oh my goodness. I am loving it. So here's the deal. Okay. Okay. This is in beta. It's new, okay? So you can sign up and request an invite or request to get in. But if anybody's having trouble, um, I can also like send out, everybody who has sorted can like send out a personalized code. I think it might get you in a little bit faster. I'm not sure. Maybe you would get in just as fast without it. But if we're having some trouble, if, if the awesomes out there are like, they won't let me in. I have knocked on the door <laughs> and sorted isn't answering. Then we can start a thread in the Facebook Hangout group and we can all start sharing some of our invite codes. And since we get 10, we can share those really easily, I would think. So let's help each other out and conquer email like once and for all, man, this is game changer. Sounds like it. That's what I need in my life for sure. My awesome of the week this week is a something that I'm always on the lookout for. And that is a new place to find maxi skirts. Mm. I live in maxi skirts pretty much year round. That is my uniform, a t-shirt and a skirt of some kind. And I love maxi skirts, especially in these transitional seasons when you never know from day to day, is it going to be chilly? Is it going to be warm? So this is a sort of newish company. I think they've been around for maybe a little over a year, I think. It's called Agnes and Dora. When I was telling my friend Catherine about them, she was like, like Dora the Explorer, <laughs> which all moms are like, why Dora? But there's an interesting story about the company's name. It actually came from um, a vintage book that one of the founders of Agnes and Dora had come across. So Agnes and Dora is a clothing line for women. I think they carry some kids stuff too. They have a ton of leggings, which are very, very hot right now. Everybody wants cool patterned leggings. I am not a leggings girl. I keep trying them. They're not for me, but I love a skirt. And they have three different styles of skirts. They have a pencil skirt, a sort of mid-length skirt, and then they have these maxi skirts. They also have dresses, all kinds of stuff. So I ordered the, I just ordered one to try it. I ordered the cabana stripe print, came um, week before last, and I have almost been living in it. I'm sure that the teachers at my girl's school and other people around town are like, "Um, do you have anything else to wear? (laughs) Can we help you with this? But I love it. It's made of a nice, it's a slinky kind of material. You know what I mean? It's not 100% cotton. It's like a polyester rayon blend, which means it's smooth and kind of slinky. And so I can wear my favorite leggings under them. They're just plain black leggings. But my favorite leggings are from Target and they have a little bit of a control top at the top, which sometimes you need as you move on Mm -hmm. in your years. Mm -hmm. So I love that. And when I try to wear those leggings under my cotton skirts, though, the skirt gets all bunched up and staticky and awkward and weird, which I really hate. But this material from the Agnes and Dora skirt, it does not stick or cling to my leggings. 
And I am always wearing leggings under skirts when it's still a little bit chilly outside. So I have just been loving it. I think that the sizing is spot on. I'm on the upper end of size 14. I'm 5'6", and I got the extra large, and it fits like a dream. I love it so much. So they also, they do have a sizing guide on their site. You can look at and check and see what size you would be in their different um, different things that they offer, dresses, skirts, leggings. But yeah, I have been so in love with it. So I was really excited to share that one this week, too. Well, I am tempted to try it, but as a five, two and a half girl, I often find that maxi skirts and dresses are just way too long, which I guess is why everybody's supposed to have their clothes like professionally tailored. (laughs) But girl, I'm not doing that. (laughs) You know, it's interesting. I will say this does have that fold over waistband that a lot of maxi skirts have. So you may be able to adjust the length a little bit. Some women don't like to do that. They just want a nice, straight, clean fit. But it does have a fold over waist so there is that if you decide to give it a try and well really- you know and I did check out the website because you sent me the link and I was really impressed with some of even just the really bright bold solid color oh, skirts yeah. that they had yes. and my first thought was hmm, if I was into this capsule wardrobe type thing I can see that being like a real staple in somebody's wardrobe yes they're beautiful yeah I know I think I'm gonna get the hot pink one next I think that's next on my list. So they're really reasonably priced too. I think they're under $30. So anyway, that was my awesome of the week. Well, Rebecca, I am so excited to get started on today's show because I feel like I am alone in my enthusiasm for spring. I feel like people love, which I, I do love summer too a lot, but spring reminds us that summer is on the way, that we can put the winter behind us. And I know that some people don't have as big of feelings about spring as I do. In fact, Rebecca, I was trying to talk to Kelly to see if she might like to do a spring show with me. And she was like, you know, Kelly, you know how she says things so nice and so polite. I was like, would you want to do a spring show? And she said, well, I have to say spring is my fourth favorite season. (laughs) Oh, but she's so accommodating. She's so accommodating and she totally would have done it. But I knew that you and I would have such a fun time putting together a list of our top 10 favorite things to get us in the mood for spring. So Rebecca, I would love to hear what is number one on your list. Okay, Megan, my number one item is my homemade sweet and sour salad dressing recipe. That sounds good. It is good on everything, absolutely everything. So the recipe is really simple. You either make it in a blender and just dump in all the ingredients, or you can put it all just in a jar and shake it up really good. It has oil, vinegar, sugar, sweet onion, salt, celery seed, and paprika. So most of these ingredients you would probably have on hand anyway. And it is just amazing. I use it on chef salads. It's amazing on a strawberry spinach salad. I even use it on taco salad, which is maybe a little unconventional, but instead of putting salsa on my taco salad, I'll put this on with some sour cream. It's just amazing. I use it all year round, but in the spring, most definitely. You have to make it. Your salads will thank me. That sounds so good. I am really terrible with salads, but with the right dressing. Oh, I I forgot. You don't like salad and you don't like soup. What's wrong with me? I know. Yeah, tell the transplant. <laughs> Apparently so. I'm not good with them, but with the right dressing, with the right dressing, I can get enthusiastic about a salad. So I'm totally going to check that out. Well, the number one thing on my list is 
one of my favorite things about the spring and summer is that we can finally put away socks and boots and all the other footwear of cold weather. And that means you're bringing out your toenails for everyone to see. And so you got to get polish on them. So I wanted to talk about my favorite nail polish of the moment right now. Of course, as I've mentioned on the show before, I have this really weird disorder (laughs) where I don't wear nail polish on my fingernails because they can't breathe. Mm-hmm. Yep. But <laughs> but I have no such problem with my toenails. So my toenails are painted right now with a super simple, super cheap Sally Hansen bottle of nail polish. It's from her Hard as Nails Extreme Wear line Ooh. of polish. <laughs> and the shade is Fuchsia Power. And it's just this wow. really fun, bright pink. It's really like Easter egg kind of pink, really bright, really fun. And I just painted my toenails last week for the first time for the season. And it, it has totally gotten me in the mood for spring already. And because, Lord knows, I don't have time to worry with or fuss with a, a really delicate kind of polish. I love the hard as nails ones from Sally Hansen because they truly do hold up to lots of activity. So fuchsia power, loving that color. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. What's next on your list? Well, my number two is a little bit more serious. It is using raw local honey to help with your allergies. Okay. Have you tried this method, Megan? I have not. I have heard about this. This is sort of a crunchy, you know, like alternative medicine approach to allergies. I have to say that so far in my family, even though we live in a super, super allergy heavy state, we just do not have a lot of seasonal allergies around here. So I've heard of it, but I've never used it. Okay. Well, here's the deal. Raw honey is basically honey that is unpasteurized and unfiltered. And so what that means is that it still contains some of the pollen that the bees bring into the hive. And when someone is allergic to pollen, the body sees that as a threat and it attacks. And that's what brings on the sneezing, the watery eyes, and all those icky symptoms start. But when someone takes raw honey into their body daily, the body will slowly start to recognize that pollen as normal and it will stop the attack. And it's the exact same way that allergy shots work from the doctor's office, okay? And the reason why you, so that's why you want to be raw because you want that pollen to actually be still in the honey and you want it to be local so that it's specialized to the pollen that's actually circulating in your area that's wreaking havoc on your nose and your eyes and everything. Um, So I will say, first of all, that there is some debate as to whether raw honey is safe to eat. So you should do your research, contact your doctor, never give honey to a child under the age of one, all those things. I'm not a doctor. You know, just do your research, right? Right, right, right. (laughs) But I had a girlfriend who was really struggling with allergies. Okay. So here's just a little bit of her testimonial. She was taking allergy eye drops multiple times a day. She was taking prescription nasal spray once a day, Benadryl every four to six hours, and then Claritin or Zyrtec daily on top of all of that. Oh my gosh. All of that. It was. And she still wasn't feeling very good. So then she started on this regimen of taking raw local honey, one teaspoon, She was doing it about two to three times a day, and it really made a huge difference. Within a month, um, she was able to be off all of her allergy medication except for the occasional Claritin or Zyrtec. 
That is incredible. It really is. Yeah, it really is phenomenal. So in my own testimony, okay, I gave it a try. I was at the time I was breastfeeding Noah when I tried it and my allergies were going crazy and you have to be very careful with what you take when you're breastfeeding. And so I decided to try it. I tried it for several weeks. I didn't notice a difference. I got frustrated and I gave up. <laughs> and then a couple months later when I was talking to this girlfriend of mine, um, I realized, oh, my honey wasn't actually raw. Okay. So, so that's the that's, key. Yes. That's a big difference. And then I haven't had as bad of allergies since then. So I haven't actually given it a try again. So that's just my disclosure on all of that. But when you want to buy raw local honey, you're probably not going to find that at your grocery store. Right. You want to look at like a farmer's market or a natural food store, natural health store. And if it doesn't say raw on the label, then it's probably not. Right, right, right. That is so, so true. Those are those are my tips about that. Um, I have some other tips and you can read more of my friend's story that we can link to in the show notes. But it really is like a great way to to try some alternative medicine. If you're into that, you know, give it a try and see if it works for you. Just see what happens. In most cases, can't hurt and you never know it might help. So yeah, you do need to be careful if you are like highly allergic to pollen because you don't know how much pollen is actually in any given teaspoon of honey. So you do want to proceed with caution and just be careful. And obviously this is not going to help if you're allergic to like dogs or (laughs) peanuts or something like that. Keep the dog hair out of the honey, please. (laughs) If dust is what is causing you to sneeze, then you just need to clean your house more and not eat honey. So (laughs) Sorry, it can't help with your cleaning struggles. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good stuff. Good stuff, Rebecca. Okay, number two on my list is, guess what? A playlist on Spotify. Your playlists are so good, Megan. Thank you. I care about my playlists a lot. Like I put a lot of time and mental energy into making these playlists. So a couple of years ago, in fact, back in 2014, I was so inspired by the spring weather and just that nostalgic feeling of like rolling down your windows and just driving around and enjoying music in the spring air. Side note, it's not quite the same when you're driving a minivan around (laughs) with your windows down. We can pretend. (laughs) You can pretend, exactly. So I made this playlist on Spotify called Windows Down. And I just filled it with a huge assortment, like a completely eclectic assortment of music that I like to listen to with that just has that vibe of driving around with the windows down. And I mean, it is eclectic in the sense that there are everything from oldies on there, like uh, the tokens, the lion sleeps tonight to um, 80s pop music. I have Juice Newton's Queen of Hearts on there, as well as Rick Springfield's Jesse's Girl. Uh, There's some country and Western on there. Sammy Kershaw's Queen of My Double Wide Trailer is on this list. (laughs) You might have lost me. (laughs) I have current pop stuff like Kelly Clarkson's Since You've Been Gone. And I went back to this playlist and I freshened it up, added a few newer songs, kind of just freshened up the whole playlist. So now it has 25 songs on there. If you want to find me on Spotify, you can search my name, Megan Teets, and you will see all of my public playlists. Look for the Windows Down playlist. You can follow that playlist right from Spotify, or maybe it might inspire you to kind of create your own if your musical tastes are different from mine and don't include Queen of My Double Wide Trailer. (laughs) 
So that was number two on my list. And so we'll be back with more awesome things for your spring after this from HealthyMoving.com. Hi, friends. I sat down with Jen Hoffman of HealthyMoving.com and asked her to tell us more about her approach to healthy living. She started by telling of how recovering from an old injury inspired her to rewrite the story of her body. You know, I suffered a really severe injury and I was just always going to have a weakness in that ankle. And that seemed logical and I completely accepted that. But then I was in a yoga class with a teacher who I was very quickly describing my pattern to and she asked me to walk around the room and she said the reason your ankle is weak is not because of the accident but because of how you learned to walk after the accident and if we can change that i think we can bring a lot more strength back into your ankle and as i was going through that rehab process i was kind of blown away by this fact of these stories that we tell ourselves about like this is how it is the way i take care of my body is in this compartment or these isolated things happen to our body and we think that's the story But really, the story of our body is being written every day, all day long. It's not in our workout. It's not in the injuries that have happened to us. It's not in all of that. It is a continual story that's being written every day. I had that epiphany. I still get chills just thinking about it because that's where the power to shift is. Like We think these stories about our body were written long ago. They're true. They're always going to be true. And we can't change them. I am a person who's overweight. I've always been overweight. Or I have back pain. Or my mom had this and so I have it. And as long as we say that, we are constantly battling to overcome a change. And so I completely changed my approach. And I I stopped saying movement is what we do in this compartment on the yoga mat or in the gym or somewhere else. I'm going to tell the story of what my body is like with every choice I make about how I move all throughout the day. To find out more about how Jen's program can help you to rewrite the story of your body, go to healthymoving.com slash sorta awesome or Text Sorta Awesome to 33444, where Jen has a free offer and more information waiting just for you. Okay, well, we are back. And today, Rebecca and I have been sharing our favorite things that help us celebrate spring. Now, Rebecca, as you and I know, as everybody who's listening knows, every spring brings around a really important religious holiday for people who are part of the Christian faith, and that is Easter. And you and I both have something on our list that is Easter related. So your third item on your list, I believe, is an Easter thing, right? It is. It is. And as a woman of faith, you know, the spiritual side of Easter is our family's main focus. So when I'm putting together my kids' Easter baskets, I really like to have at least one thing in the basket that represents our faith. Besides, you know, just jelly beans and peeps, you know? (laughs) Yes, all the peeps, please. All the peeps. So I wrote a list of 10 religious Easter basket gift ideas, and we'll link to that in the show notes. But the one that I wanted to highlight today on the podcast is my absolute favorite, and it is the One Year Devotion for Preschoolers by Crystal Bauman. What I love about this devotion is that there's one for every day, and they cover just like the bare bones basics of Christianity and God's desires for our children and kind of just how to be a good person in general and talks about being nice to friends and sharing and listening to our parents. It's not really Bible story focused, like this is the story of Noah or Moses. It's more like this is how 
Christianity applies to your life, little one, like little child. This is, this is what you need to know to get through the day. So one thing that I thought I could do is actually read a really small part of the devotion. So this one um, is actually from the month of November, and it's called A Comforting Promise. Parker is sad. Oh, let me back up. There's a picture here of a little boy um, who's looking at his plant, and the plant's not doing so hot. And it says, (laughs) Parker is sad because his plant is dying. Maybe if he gets another plant, he will feel better. Do you ever feel sad? Everyone feels sad now and then, but God is always there to make us feel better. He promises to comfort us with his love, and God's love is the best love in the whole world. And then there's a very short Bible verse that applies and a little prayer. And that's it. Short, sweet, simple. I love it. So this is a gift that can last the whole year round, but you put it in the Easter baskets as part of their little Easter morning treats. Yes, this was something that I thought would go great in my kids' Easter baskets. So, yeah, we've been enjoying it, and we have been going through it for, you know, multiple years now with the kids. I first got it for Grace, and um, so Grace is six years old, and she's really into it. Noah, he's kind of like, he's three, and he kind of just wants to, like, play, and we're working on it. (laughs) But but I just feel like they're really good, just simple, like, life lessons. Like, hey, as a little kid, this is what – believing in God can mean for you. Right. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Well, I also have an Easter-inspired item on my best of spring list. This is an idea that I found a few years ago on the blog of our friend, Rebecca, you and I have a friend named Beth who has a really great blog called Red and Honey, redandhoney.com. And one of her contributors wrote this post about creating an Easter nature plate. So... If you're not familiar with a nature plate, this is kind of something that you might find in the Waldorf-inspired homeschooling or um, that kind of approach to family life. It brings in a lot of nature. It's really inspired by and uses nature as a learning tool in a lot of ways. So I really loved that. I've always been drawn to Waldorf-inspired education, again, going way back to my crunchy roots there. So I really love this nature plate because what it does is it takes these really abstract ideas that we talk about, those of us who practice the Christian faith, that we talk about during during Lent and in the weeks leading up to actually celebrating Easter. And it takes these abstract ideas and it makes it more concrete for kids to be able to understand. Now, Granted, this is a really cool thing that you could totally do just for yourself as a grown-up. But if you have little ones who are maybe struggling to understand some of the concepts that we talk about during the celebration of Easter, this is a really great thing. So with this nature play, and I will, of course, put a link in the show notes so you can go and read the full description on Red and Honey. But the basic idea is you just get a plate and then you put, to begin with, you just either put some dirt or sand in it, representing that Jesus was in the wilderness being tempted. You add little different things throughout the week. When it comes time for to, to talk about the Passover meal, you can add a little bit of a towel and a cup of water. Just in it, again, in the blog post, it goes into some specific ideas to do that. You can finish the week by putting little uh, seed starters that you've started growing into the nature plate to represent the celebration of the resurrection and the hope and promise of new life. On Easter Sunday itself, you can put bread and wine in there or juice and gluten-free crackers if that's more (laughs) appropriate for your family. (laughs) 
that really emphasizes why we are celebrating on Easter Sunday. So this was such a sweet idea, and I really think it is so adaptable. If you have older kids, like I do, I have a fifth and second grader, they can help in picking out the things that actually go into the nature plate for the younger kids in your family. If you have younger kids, you may be doing this on your own as a parent, but I just thought it was just such a great way for the family to have something visual to remind us of what we are celebrating as we move into the celebration of Easter. I really like that idea because this is something that we hear again and again and again, and it's a neat way to refresh the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, next on your list, Rebecca, what do you have for us? Well, speaking of Easter basket ideas, this could very well be a star of anybody's Easter basket this year. It is Crayola's Sidewalk Chalk. Yeah. They have 48 different colors. And let me tell you, Crayola makes the best sidewalk chalk Do not even try to buy the generic or the store brand because you will be so mad at yourself. You have to go with the Crayola. Once you go Crayola, you don't go back. (laughs) That's what they say. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what they say? (laughs) Sure. Okay, so if anybody hasn't experienced the joy of Crayola sidewalk chalk, this is why you need it in your Easter basket or just in general for the wonderful spring weather that is heading your way. Um, 48 different colors, amazing. They're bright, really bright, unique colors. There's plenty to share among all the siblings. Nobody needs to be screaming, I want the blue. Well, guess what? There's five blue, so you can pick which blue you want. And here's one of the best parts is that they are square, so they don't go rolling away. They stay where you put them on the sidewalk. It's true. It's just brilliant. Brilliant, I tell you. So Uh, so here's my one tip, though, is don't try to store your sidewalk chalk in the box that you bought it in. Don't try to put it all back in. It looks all pretty and beautiful in that (laughs) box, but... But it will be a thorn in your side. It will be a source of frustration for the rest of the season if you think you're going to get them all back into the box, all nice and neat. Yeah, don't do it. Maybe even take a picture when you first open the box and post it on Instagram because it's really beautiful. You know, arrange them in rainbow order or something. (laughs) But don't put them back in that box. It's just, no, it's not worth it. So you do need to have a plan for where else you can put them in a basket, some other type of box, something, a shoebox, anything, but don't try to shove them back in there. So, and they cost just about $5 and that's it. So you can get it on Amazon. Remember, you can always use our Amazon affiliate link, uh, com slash Amazon. And then at no extra cost to you, we'll get a few pennies sent our way for your Crayola sidewalk chalk purchase. And we, of course, always appreciate that. We do so much. And because they're so cheap, if they get left out and a thunderstorm brews up overnight and they get ruined, well you pick up another box. Ask me how I know. (laughs) (laughs) They are worth investing in at the beginning of every season for sure. Definitely. Okay, well, next on my list, I have to tell you all about my favorite brand of sandals and flip-flops for the warm weather. Again, I am celebrating every year when it's time to finally put away socks. I don't know why. Socks are the bane of my existence. Just this morning, I was like, pulling my hair out because we are out of clean socks again for the girls. So (laughs) just put them in the ones they wore yesterday. (laughs) I think we ended up doing that this morning. Honestly, I'm not lying. I did with Grace. (laughs) No joke. An hour ago, I dropped her off at kindergarten in the same socks she wore yesterday. Stinky socks. (laughs) 
Okay, well, I have an unnatural hatred of socks, so I am all about wearing sandals or preferably flip-flops through the warm weather. But Rebecca, listen, I'm approaching 40. In my youth, I would just go to Target or Old Navy, grab a rainbow of cheap, cheap, like $5 flip-flops and wear them all summer long. And let me tell you, that catches up to you. You're going to pay the price for that someday. (laughs) Now I have these very finicky old lady feet that need something much more substantial and much more supportive than the cheap ones at Target. So after lots of research and trying out different brands, for for a while I really love FitFlop sandals because they are actually really super supportive. I've had a few pairs of those that I really liked. However, last year around this time, my aunt turned me on to this brand called Vionic. And Vionic has really kind of um, perfected the art of putting together a really supportive shoe, especially I love their sandals, I love their flip-flops, put together a really supportive style of those that also they don't look like you're wearing like orthopedic shoes but they're super supportive i got a pair last year i'll put a link to the specific ones i got i'm still wearing them and i wore them throughout the entire spring and summer last year i wore them to the zoo to museums all around town they have held up so well i really love them they're they have this thing called ortho heel <laughs> All the 20-somethings in the audience right now are like, Ortho, what? <laughs> oh, my word. Are we really this old? I am. Okay. <laughs> but I am here to tell you, you will be so happy. Now, of course, of course, this kind of shoe wear technology is going to cost you more than the $5 flip-flops from Old Navy. But you will be so glad that you invested in them because they, they do hold up so well. And your feet will be so much more thankful at the end of the day. So that, since we are putting away our boots and getting out our sandals, I wanted to tell you about my bionics. Well, they do sound amazing. If you chose to wear them to the zoo instead of wearing like sneakers or tennis shoes or something, yes. that's that's like impressive. I'm telling you. Okay. Well, my number five on the list are these letters that I write to my children on their birthdays. And you think, well, that's not really spring. <laughs> but um, Noah's birthday is in April, and so he's the first kid birthday of the year. So I always start the um, thinking about birthdays in the springtime. And um, I just thought this is a sweet idea that I would share with all of you. So I write a letter to my children every year, and I publish it on my blog. I write what they're interested in, some of their favorite toys, some of the silly things that they say, the milestones that they hit that year. If you're interested in trying this, you know, first of all, just let go of the guilt that you haven't done this from birth. Okay, just let it go. It's okay. Instead, set a goal to see if you can do this for your children, for all of your children this year and this year alone. This does not have to be, you know, you're not tied in shackles to this concept for the rest of your life, okay? (laughs) Just do it for a year, forget about the years that you didn't, and just try it out. And you know, it can be, it doesn't have to just be kids, you can do this with your siblings or for your parents or your best friends. You know, just highlighting all the fun milestones from that year, all the ways they've grown and changed and all of your favorite memories. So a tip for you, if you wanna try this, is one thing that I do to just organize my thoughts on all of it as I scroll through all of my pictures from the previous year. And that just really helps to jog my memory yeah, and really highlights for me all the different things that we did, all the ways that my children have changed and grown. 
and I'll list like all kinds of things in the letter. I'll some things will just be bullet pointed where I'll have like their favorite book, what they dressed up for for ho- what they dressed up as for Halloween, their favorite foods, things that they really don't like, favorite subjects in school. You know, it can just be anything. And it's just a celebration of their previous year. And, you know, my children have never even read these letters. They don't even know that I do them. And so this could even be something that you create. You could buy a special card for the special people in your life and write into it and, you know, store them in a box and give them all to somebody, you know, in five years or something. It's just a really neat way to just document your love for somebody and all the positive things that you have seen them doing in their year. That would be a really cool um, high school graduation gift, too, if you collect it. And you, yeah. I mean, you could do this easily because you've been doing it for a while. Collect all of the ones through the years and give that to them as they go out and start their own lives as a grown up. So that would be fun. I like that so much. And like, I really liked what you said, even if you haven't been doing this for years like me, <laughs> that it's still something, a practice you could take up even now. So I like that. A yes. Lot. Let go of the guilt. It's okay to just do these sweet things just one time. That's really right. let go of the guilt. That's right. Okay. Well, the last one on my list is sunscreen. Now, depending on where you live, what actual part of the planet you live on, you may not even be thinking about sunscreen yet. But I'll tell you what, it never fails that every spring, I surprise myself by getting a sunburn because I'm like, (laughs) oh, wait, (laughs) it actually is. It is that time of year when you got to get the sunscreen out. Now, I I have a daily sunscreen in the BB cream that I wear every day, which I've talked about on the show. I love Aveeno's Positively Radiant BB Cream has a sunscreen built in it, but it does get to the point as we move into warmer weather and we're outside more that you got to get out the serious sunscreen and put it on. So I'm going again, going back to my crunchy roots here and talking about a natural sunscreen that I found that I finally have landed on after years of tinkering and experimenting and buying some really expensive ones that I ended up hating I have found one that I really like. I would like it for my family, for all of my kiddos. And it's from the brand Kiss My Face. It's their natural mineral sunscreen and the SPF 40. That's what I have been buying for a while. And I really like it. Now, I do have to say, if you grew up like I did using like Banana Boat or any of those that you pick up at the drugstore, it's going to take a little getting used to when you switch to a more natural-based sunscreen like Kiss My Faces, and there's many others on the market. So the price difference, you're going to have a little sticker shock at first, but this is something that you are putting over your entire body that's exposed to the sun, as well as your kid's skin as it is exposed to the sun. So to me and for our family, it's worth it to splurge a little on this because of what's at stake when it comes to what we're putting onto our skin. So one of the biggest differences you might notice if you've not used a natural sunscreen before is it can kind of leave behind a white, like a chalky-ish residue. Rebecca, have you ever noticed this? Yeah, we've started using more natural sunscreens and we all look a little bit more pale. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now, for me, I have noticed that that does fade over time, usually like a, a half hour you know, 45 minutes after we put it on, that chalkiness disappears. It's, um, that's, so that's a little bit different. It's not going to be like your copper tone when you rub it on, you cannot even tell that you have put it on really. So what I have noticed of all of the natural ones that we have tried that this, that the residue kind of goes away more quickly on this. And also it's just easier to put on. That's the other thing about a lot of natural sunscreens is they can really be really thick. 
And it, I mean, anybody who has tried to put <laughs> sunscreen onto a toddler knows you don't have time for thick. Like you've got to, <laughs> oh, right. you got to get in there and get it done and then turn them loose. So this has been easier. It's a little bit, I don't want to say watery because it's not exactly watery, but it's just a thinner consistency than some of the other naturals that I have tried. So again, I've tried a lot. Some were great, some were not, but we really like the Kiss My Face mineral sunscreen. So what other thing I have noticed I looked this up on Amazon to read through some of the reviews because I knew I had liked it, but I wanted to kind of hear what other people were saying about it. I did notice a few people have said that they use this because they have really sensitive skin and that sometimes sunscreen causes them to break out. In fact, I read a really funny review from somebody who was like, listen, I'm not crunchy at all. I'm an old grouch. I don't care about phylates and parabens <laughs> and all of that stuff. What I need is a sunscreen that is not going to give me a rash. And they had started using this and they were like, it's great that no rashes. Now, we in my family have not had any issues with rashes from sunscreen, but I know that that is a very common thing that especially sensitive skin can really get broken out when it comes to sunscreen use. So if that's been a problem, maybe try the Kiss My Face. It might work for your family. Grace has had rashes, and oh, it took really? us a while to figure out that it was the sunscreen because I, it looks kind of like prickly heat. Like you think, oh, it's yes. just like a heat rash, right? But then it's like everywhere, and finally it dawned on me that it was the sunscreen. And I've been experimenting with different brands, and so I will definitely be checking this out. Good stuff. Well, that was rounding out our list of things to get excited about for spring as the warm weather is rolling in for all of us. So if you want to talk to us about some of your favorite spring type things, please come find us on social media so we can continue the conversation there. Rebecca, remind us where we can find you all around the web. Well, my blog is simplyrebecca.com and then you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at simplyrebecca. Okay, well, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Sorta Awesome Meg. The show is on Instagram at Sorta Awesome Show. And we're excited to tell you that you can now find us in a different place on Facebook. We finally have a public fan page on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, I know. It's like a year later. Hello, it's time. <laughs> Facebook.com slash Sorta Awesome is where you can find us to continue the conversation and share the show with your friends. Thanks for joining us today and we'll see y'all next time. Sorta Awesome was created by me, Megan Teets, and is produced each week in collaboration with Kelly Gordon, Rebecca Hoffert, and Laura Tremaine. Visit us on the web at SortaAwesomeShow.com, where you can sign up for the show's newsletter, connect with the Sorta Awesome community, and find show notes for each episode of Sorta Awesome. Music is provided by the band Prager. Find out more at PragerMusic.com. We'll meet you back here next time as we discover, explore, and discuss all the things that make life sorta amazingly awesome. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.